If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with someone who is new to the podcast and actually fairly new to me too. It's funny because, you know, I get a lot of requests from people who are interested in being on the show. They have new music coming out or, or big shows or things like that. And a lot of the time it's people who are, you know, really new to the local music scene. But I was looking into some of your stuff um, sort of before we did this conversation and you've been playing music for a while. So I think that um, the best way to sort of start this conversation off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what you do as an artist. Absolutely. That was a great intro. Uh, so my name is Ezzy. I am 29. Um, I've been playing guitar for a long, long time, uh, performing probably for about 10 years. Okay. Um, not too much, though. You know, I wasn't playing like, you know, 50 to 100 shows a year, like some bands and stuff. Sure. Um, haven't done any touring yet, but that's hopefully to come. Uh, so I played in a Red Hot Chili Pepper cover band for a few years um before covid and then i think we played one or two shows after uh, so those were a ton of fun mostly at the pyramid okay. um so that was a ton of fun um then we played some original tunes as well you know back in you know 2019 um and then i started recording over the past year so i'm dropping my first single in eight days september 29th the first single comes out so I'm very excited. Yeah, I've been performing for a long time. Had a couple, uh, you know, amateur projects that I put sure. out in the past, uh, but this is my first real kick at it. So, what I guess maybe a question uh, to jump off of that is, what took you so long <laughs> to take a real kick at it? Like, I mean, why now? What was sort of the incentive uh, to start doing this now and, and take it seriously? And uh, not that you weren't before, I'm sure, but you know what I mean to take that leap yeah. to, to properly recording and, and and releasing a single. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just kind of that in the voice inside your head, just telling you like, this is what you have to do. Like, uh, you know, I, at times I have, you know, a tough time finding my purpose, just like a lot of people sure. maybe do. Uh, so I knew like, you know, I just got to record these songs, put them out, do the best I can. So I know that'll make me feel good and wherever it takes me, it takes me. But yeah, that's pretty much the reason, you know, and I didn't really know many people in the industry before to like connect with or maybe i didn't have as much money saved up sure so the projects were you know home brews or a little more amateur uh but yeah now that i know some people i'm working with aaron bartell from apollo sons uh he's a good friend of mine now cool. and uh yeah he's he's uh he's been a pleasure to work with yeah 
what does I mean? What does a guy like that bring to your to your to your recordings? Because I mean, he uh, at least from from what I know of him, I mean, he's been in a lot of music that is very different from what you do. I mean, in the sense that you know, he, he's Apollo Suns is jazz, like psychedelic jazz. He's been in funk bands and soul bands, and I mean, it's not necessarily what I would think of the two of you. You know meshing well based on what I've heard of your stuff but obviously it works right so what is the connection there what do you think works uh between the two of you yeah yeah so he's still pretty early in his production years I think he's only started a few years ago but he's he's very talented so I don't think he had ever really worked on anything quite like this before like a very acoustic uh forward project so we kind of just jumped into it together but uh, he he's been help. He helps a lot with the songwriting, and yeah, he he has a jazz musician. He just he's got a special ear, so he he can hear things or come up with things that the average person just wouldn't think of. So sure. Um, so he definitely helped me write these tunes, um, and yeah, they turned out great. So I'm I'm really excited to put them out because I didn't know what they were going to turn out like. I just knew I wanted to record them and have uh, my band come in and do some backtracking. Um, but I'm really impressed, and I hope people enjoy them. That's what it's all about. What would you? Uh, how, how would you describe this stuff stylistically? I mean, I know it's like you said, it's acoustic based. And I think the the obvious uh, thing to do, descriptor for someone who's playing acoustic music is is folk singer songwriter kind of vibe. But like you said, you have a band. Um, you're working with someone outside of the folk idiom uh, for production. So, do, do you have a different way of defining this? Like, is this? Uh, how, how would you call it? I know it's a shitty question. Everyone hates answering it. But no, it's it's funny. I was going to start off by saying. That's always a hard question. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one really likes talking about their own stuff, but yeah, I, 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 I categorize it as acoustic pop. Like, okay, okay. It's you know guitar forward, but catchy melodies, and that's kind of what I'm, what I base the song around, uh, like catchy hooks, catchy melodies. So acoustic pop, pop rock, okay. But singer, singer, songwriter, but you know it's, it's, it's a blend of genres. So I had a guy ask me the other day. Uh, we were at some event, and he was like, "Is this? Could this be on the country radio?" I was like, "Man, sure, if they want to play it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I guess what is the importance of the acoustic element to you? Because I mean, you know, like like you said, it, all of these genres that it could fit into, but acoustic seems to be always sort of at the forefront of of of, of these genres. Yeah, so I've always just been a acoustic guitar player, like since I was whatever eight years old, and I dabbled in electric a little bit, but. I always found myself going back to the acoustic. Um, so that's really my my instrument of choice is the acoustic guitar. So I'm not really a piano player. I'm a singer, but, you know, that's uh, some people, you know, that's an instrument, I guess. But yeah, it's guitar, guitar is my, my go-to instrument. So just keeping it to my roots and building around building around uh, an acoustic sound was the idea. And I think we did a great job. Cool. Well, how, how does that um, fit into the pop thing then? Because I mean, you know, uh, guitar, obviously, like you said, this is your instrument, you've been playing it for years, and it's at the forefront of what you do. But I think that, that guitars often in pop music are kind of pushed to the back. I mean, a lot of pop music is very rhythmically based and, and, and melodies for sure too, right? But I mean, uh, I think guitar, people maybe incorrectly see guitar as fitting in with, with this genre and that genre, but I, I don't see it as a, in pop music so much. So how does that fit in with you as a guitar player? You know, I guess for me, it's more about like the melody. Sure. Um, and that's kind of how I associate it with pop. And then from like, the, if I think of a melody in my head or like a vocal melody, I'll just find like a good way to play it on the guitar and match it. Um, so 
when I think of pop, like I grew up listening to a lot of radio. Yeah. Like I was, you know, I was like, I mean, a lot of kids did, but I was always in the car with my mom in this, you know, big soccer van, and I still listen to radio. I have like an old car that doesn't have Bluetooth, so. Uh, yeah, me too. So I listen to I a lot of <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, my friends hate it, but whatever. Radios. Uh, so I listen to a lot of top forty. So I think that's kind of just like ingrained into me. Just like I, I'm good at writing catchy stuff. So when I say pop, the only pop elements are that it's just really catchy. It's sure. not like bubble, not like bubblegum pop. Uh, of like, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, pop rock just... is separate from pop anyway, right? I mean, pop. Exactly. It, it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah.
where where do you think that 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 places you sort of within the the local music scene then? Because I mean, mm. you know, there, if you if you go heavily towards the acoustic singer songwriter kind of vibe, there's a whole scene for that. There's a big community, uh, and then obviously, like you said, if you can fit into country, there's a big country scene here. Where do you sort of think you fit in as an artist? Because again, you have those rock elements, you have those pop elements. It's not strictly folk music. Have you sort of found a place? You know, it, over the last few months, I've been you know going out more and involving myself a little bit more in the music scene so i'm still you know carving my path and you know meeting people and figuring things out but um i think i'd like to be performing with a band uh four piece so you know just playing some festivals and um just meeting more people like that's what really what i've been enjoying lately like i went out to the open mic the other day at the uh handsome daughter just to meet some people and that was fun i hadn't played an open mic in years and years and years so um so yeah to answer the question yeah i'm still trying to kind of figure out where i where i belong in the scene but um it's loaded with talent and everyone's always willing to help each other so that is important it's not like uh it's not like a battle out here you know we're not all kind of against each other we're all kind of trying to lift each other up which is special yeah, that is one of the things about Winnipeg for sure. That, that I think that uh, maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I've spent so much time in this music community that I'm not sure if it's the same in other cities. But it does seem everyone's very welcoming and, and, and encouraging and, and sort of wanting the whole the whole scene to elevate and everyone benefits from it. I definitely get that attitude and always have from from Winnipeg music scene. Yeah, yeah. No, it is special. Yeah, there's not a lot of communities like the music scene. You know, a lot of other industries are. You know, everyone's battling against each other, trying to climbing over each other to get to the top but um just like boy golden for example like you know he's got a team of whatever 10 you know 10 people that he performs with and you know they all they all work together and they're all like climbing together you know chris does his solo stuff and fontaine's got her solo stuff so so yeah so it really shows when you have a team and when you work together uh you can really all rise as one yeah. So have you put together like a solid band for backing you up? Do you have that that side of it figured out, or are you still working? Yeah. On that? So in the past, um, I've played with uh, friends of mine. The guitarist he moved away to Vancouver, but luckily he got into video work, so we did a music video. Oh, cool. Uh, together, with, with, which turned out great. Uh, so it will be Jesse Papeski. He plays in Kasadi. It's a great band. Uh, he'll like. I don't know if he knows, but he'll be playing guitar for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my uh, buddy Noah and Jeff Jochenov, their cousins. Uh, Noah's good buddies with Jesse and Jeff. Uh, they've all been playing together for a long time. So Cool, cool. Um, yeah, Jesse filled in to one of our Chili Pepper shows uh, last minute. And we were like, can you learn all these songs? He's like, I already know them all. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Yeah, it's like, oh, geez, it was a Wednesday. Our show was on Friday. Uh, but yeah, he came and he came in clutch. Right on. Do do these songs? I mean, you know. Well, first of all, how, how long? How old are these songs? Are these songs that you've had sort of percolating for a while, um, or is this sort of new stuff that you've done recently and and, and wanted to put down? So the first song uh, coming out in a week. Uh, it's been around for a few years. Okay. Yeah. So that one's been around for a few years. Uh, the other couple that I've recorded with Aaron. They're they're within the last couple of years. I don't write too too many songs, so I try to go uh, quality over quantity. <laughs> so uh, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't work for everybody, but you know for me I try to really just pump out quality stuff. Um, 
yeah, the creative juices aren't always flowing. So when they're flowing, I try to really crack down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is I mean, I know you have these. You have the single at the time we're recording this. You have a single that's imminently coming out, and you have other ones, like you said, that you've been working on with Aaron. Is the eventual goal to release these as a larger project, as an EP or an album, or are you just focused on singles right now? So I've been just trying to decide that lately. It kind of flip flops from day to day. Um, I definitely am leading up to an album. Uh, well, might be a couple EPs leading up, like a couple sure. EPs on the way there, or just you know, single, single, singles up to the album. There's definitely several ways of going about it. Uh, I haven't really decided yet, but I think I will wrap a few songs up into an EP and then work towards an album for 2025 okay okay and when is this uh when is this current stuff coming out i mean i know again you have the single that's that's uh, imminent but uh, as far as an ep with with these songs you've recorded is that sort of aimed at next year yeah so it's after uh so it'll be after winter rolls through so i'll be putting out a tune uh the end of this month and then the end of november and then i'm gonna let christmas happen let the holidays happen put out another tune at the beginning of january okay um and then so that'll be three tunes and then i think i'm going to add a cover song to the ep and probably have a release show sometime in the spring so it is a long time away it's still six months but you gotta drag things and milk just milk it for <laughs> as much as you can yeah yeah oh boy i wish i could fly because then i'll never be down you think i'm scared
what is that process like for you at this point? And I know you're this is your first kind of release of this of this nature. Um, yeah. Are you are you do you have an idea sort of how to approach it, or are you just gonna sort of see what happens? I guess when you release the first single and then take lessons from that and and apply them to the next few. So so I have been learning, you know, over the past you know several years of over the releases that I've put out and right. taken down taken down from the internet. So I have been learning. Um, a lot of stuff and you know it's funny but like youtube youtube is very helpful like you know marketing strategies and like sure, yeah just how to promote a single so um people have been pre-saving it on spotify for a few weeks so you know i have about whatever 35 people on a day it's going to get sent right to their spotify um so it helps the algorithm per se uh so i've been doing yeah everything i'm sending it off to radio and uh I cleverly designed my album art with a friend of mine from high school. We reconnected, which is nice. Cool. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, just taking it day by day. Cause it, can, it can be kind of overwhelming. But there's really no right way to do it. You just got to send emails and, you know, call people and yeah. just network as much as you can. Because no one's really coming to you. That's what I've learned over the past 10 years. You got you to gotta go to them. Yeah, and put out some yeah, put out some good stuff before, before they're reaching out to you. Well, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's so many elements to it now too that you're you're doing all by yourself. I mean, the marketing side of things that isn't necessarily something that that everyone would be doing would have been doing even a decade ago. But now with the internet and with social media and with just the ease of sort of uh, contacting and networking people, it's it's expected, right? There's this whole other element of you can't just be the creative guy anymore. You have to have all these other hats and handle the marketing no, and the distribution yeah. and all these things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, you know, you're kind of doing all the jobs at once, but it's it's fun. You know, it's good to learn all of these skills. So, you know, sure, I yeah, don't yeah. love I don't love being on social media, but you gotta post stuff and engage people, and you know, so you can get creative on that end. But yeah, uh, yeah, there is a lot of stuff to do. But yeah, that's just the way it goes. You know, until you have a you know someone working for you, or you're paying someone, or whatever, you're gonna be doing it all yourself. But that's true. That's just like it. That's just like everything else. Um, yeah, you just gotta bust your ass until you get a team, or which I'm developing slowly. You know, if I didn't have Aaron, this would be impossible. If I didn't have, right, you know, Noah and Jeff to play bass and drums, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd have to call other people, and so yeah, I'm definitely developing a, a team, and it's uh, yeah, it's coming together nicely. So at this point, I mean, you know, when this comes out, that that single will be released, people will be able to find it on the various platforms, I imagine. Um, how can someone find out more information about your music? I mean, the good thing about this being a podcast, they could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it a year from now. And maybe by then you have an EP out or maybe you have a bunch of shows or festivals or whatever. What's the best way to sort of keep in touch with you on the internet and find out what you're up to? Mm, the best way, probably through Instagram, honestly. Like, I don't really have a YouTube page. I'll have a video coming out in two weeks after the release. Um, but yeah. But like uh, Instagram and my link tree usually has all my information. Um, that'll be through my Instagram bio. Um, cool. So yeah, I've been updating that. And I just had uh, stickers printed uh, with my QR and they say, do not scan. Uh, so I'm, put, <laughs> I'm putting those all around. I just put some in the handsome daughter the other day. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, you know, call me, text me. I'm very responsive cool. uh, until I get like a thousand messages a day. I can answer everybody. Right. Yeah. Until, until you can handle it until you can't handle it anymore. Yeah. 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 
all I know She fills my cup up and she soothes my soul You are my best friend And I never want this to end And you mentioned earlier too that like you, you you had some other recordings that you've you've take, since taken down from the internet. Do you have any other stuff floating around out there that people can find, um, other than these, this new music coming up? Yeah. So um, a friend of mine keeps bugging me to put it back on Spotify, and I keep saying, "Well, it's on Bandcamp. Everyone can listen." So it's on Bandcamp right on. under F- Free Morgan. Uh, so that was the band name we went under for uh, a few years. Uh, we don't really play together anymore, but they'll. You know, they'll just be playing under my name. So same guys, just under the Eddie Margolis band. Um, yeah, so what was the question? Is it, what, what, do you, what else do you have out there? I mean, because, like, say someone hears this, oh, right? Yeah. They hear the new single yeah. and they want to check out more of your stuff. Obviously, yeah. the EP's not out yet. You know, wh- right. where can they dig up your uh, your Jeez. old recordings? My mind's, in, my mind's in the gutter. Okay, so I did... Um, a video with uh village idiots we did a spare room yeah i saw that, that very was, cool yeah that was fun to go in there and work with riley i've always wanted to uh work with him he's a great guy uh and then i did a video with my buddy tyler who did the music video for me uh we did a video last j- january i filmed it at my cousin's place and i um ironically named it the big couch video instead of like tiny desk Sure. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I tried to uh, make a joke out of that. Uh, so that turned out pretty good. We did five songs. Uh, so that's live. You can find that on my link tree, I believe. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, three song EP with the band that we made in the basement slash living room. Um, kind of mix and mastered ourselves. Uh, so that was the first band project. But there's not much that's out. Like, uh, this is really, I wanted to start kind of from a fresh fresh slate and put out some good quality stuff because 
that's that's what you got to do if you don't come out you know if you don't come out flying then it's kind of hard to hard to spread your wings so yeah i've been waiting waiting a long time to put this out but i think it's been the right idea right game plan awesome awesome Without a care